0: Did you know it's actually possible to know where your baby is without a machine? Mind-blowing, right? Like your brain just exploded. Just kidding. I know if you're listening to this episode, you know that God gave you instincts and you know that God gave you what you need to know where your baby is, but maybe you don't know exactly how to find your baby. If you've ever had a provider feel around on your belly to find your baby's position, I hope you have but you might not have (laughs) in today's medical world where we rely on machines and technology instead of our own hands and our own brains. You may never have had that happen, but if you have, that's called the Leopold's maneuver. It helps them figure out where the baby is. A lot of times they'll do this before listening to the baby's heart rate, just because it helps them find where the best place is to listen. They've been trained to do this, but guess what? You can know your baby's position too without that training because you're mama. And God gave you knowledge and he gave you instincts and you don't need any fancy equipment to tell you what you can know for yourself. You don't need somebody else to tell you if your baby's head down. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars to get an ultrasound to tell you if your baby's head down. You just need your instincts and a little bit of time. Today, I'm going to teach you how to do what some people call belly mapping, but I call it trusting your instincts because you know this already whether you realize it or not. This is going to be a fun episode. You're probably going to need a piece of paper just to be able to see it all, to write it all down, so grab a pen and some paper, and let's go do this. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey, Mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I, too, was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert! God made us and our babies, and He knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth, if we work with His design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for His glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip, so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Do you wish there was a way to have a safe birth without worrying about being forced into treatments you don't want? Are you scared of having a C-section that isn't truly needed? Do you find yourself Googling things like, what will Pitocin do to my body? Girl, I know what it feels like to doubt the system and yearn for a better way. I was in your shoes, wanting a beautiful, God-filled birth, but worried about being sucked into things I knew I didn't want and I probably didn't need. Imagine if you could have a midwife on your side coaching you on how to have your pregnancy and birth on your terms. Well, guess what? Now you can. That's why I created the Midwife and Me Power Hour just for you, where I'm gonna help you identify and reach your pregnancy and postpartum goals and have the birth you're dreaming of. You'll be able to understand what you want and why you want it so you can clearly communicate those wants and wishes with your provider. You'll walk away with the knowledge and confidence you need to put together a plan for your birth and communicate your desires clearly with your provider. So if you're ready to take back control with God at the center through a customized plan based on your wishes, go grab one of five Midwife and Me Power Hours that I have available this month. I'll sit down with you one-on-one so we can map out your plan based on what you want, what's in your heart, and what God has in store for you. Go right now, To bit.ly slash midwife power hour. Again, that's bit.ly slash midwife power hour and take the first step to reclaiming the peace and joy God intended for you to have in this beautiful time of life. I can't wait to help you. So, I'm recording this little bit after I actually did the whole episode, but if you haven't already gotten out your pen and paper and you'd like to have a nice, pretty handout or printable, Head over to our Facebook group. The link is down in the show notes and go to the file section and I've got you a nice printable where you can go on there and do everything that I'm about to walk you through. Y'all, it kills me, kills me how many providers do not even try to find a baby's position without an ultrasound. I know some places that won't even see you without getting an ultrasound first. We are ultrasounding these babies so many times, and guess what? There's actually no safety data to support that all those ultrasounds, especially the cumulative effects of them, are safe. I'll go into that more in another episode soon because I have plenty of very strong feelings about them, but we're not doing that today. Today, we're going to have some fun. Today, we're going to put the focus right on you where it should be. You know so much more than you realize that you know, and you just need a little coaching to put the pieces together. So that's what we're going to do today. You got your paper ready? Hope you got your paper ready. Get your pencil, pen, whatever. Feeling bellies is my favorite. That's one of my favorite things to do as a midwife because you are trying to figure out what you're feeling on that tiny little human in there that you can't really see, but you kind of see the evidence of him or her. It's just so neat to figure it all out. It's a new little person in there and we're using our hands to find where it is and to know where it is, what its position is, all that good stuff. You have a baby in there that you can do this with all the time if you're pregnant right now. When I was getting close to term with my babies, I did this a lot. I knew I wasn't going to be getting any scans for any placement and I didn't really need them. Because I knew what I needed to know as well as my midwives knew. Today, the whole focus is for you to realize that you can trust your instincts. You can know things without some test or some machine telling you these things. So get focused on that. Get focused on the fact that God gave you everything that you need. And let's get started. So this works best around, you know, 32 weeks or so obviously when the baby's a little bit bigger because before that time, the baby's so small that it's very hard to really feel, figure out what you're feeling. But once you get to 32 weeks or so, you should be able to feel most of the things we're going to talk about today. You want to pick a time when the baby is active for some of the movements that we're going to try to figure out what they are. But even if your baby's not active, you can still figure out a lot of things. It's just that to figure out all the little details, an active time is a little bit better. So things that might cause this to be a little harder to do are where your placenta is. If your placenta is what's called anterior, meaning it's on the front of your belly, it's going to be harder to feel things just simply because you've got an extra layer of tissue that you're having to feel through. If you've got a lot of fluid, it's going to be a little bit harder because, again, you just got more to get through. If you're maybe a little on the fluffy side... It's gonna be harder because that tissue again is something else to feel through. That it's just kind of hard to tell what's up underneath there. And also, if you have very strong muscle tone, like you gymnasts and you crossfitters out there, that makes it a little harder too, again, because you've just got more to get through. So just logical things that might make it a little bit tougher. Okay, we ready? Step one: go back to kindergarten, draw a circle. Ta-da! Mind-boggling, right? You just, you just like, wow, she's telling me all the fancy things. (laughs) Not really. Draw a circle. Work with me here. And then you're going to draw through that circle crosshairs. If you've ever looked through the scope of a rifle, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's just basically a X, an X that is straight up and down. Think of it like a piece of, like you're drawing a pie in quarters. Draw the circle, a line straight up and down, and then a line perpendicular to that one. You can't see this, but I am making all kinds of motions with my hands. It's kind of funny. Okay. At the top of that circle, I want you to write fundus, F-U-N-D-U-S. Fundus is the name for the top of your uterus. On the right-hand side of that circle, I want you to write left. Go with me here. On the left-hand side of the circle, I want you to write right. And the reason for this is, think of it as a mirror image. You are going to write this like it's actually you. Think of like if you were laying on your back, what you would be drawing the picture of. I know it's a little harder to wrap your head around, but if you'll write those there, it'll help you to remember that. Then down at the bottom, just write pubic bone, P-U-B-I-C. That's the bone down there, and that's going to give you reference points for what we're feeling. Okay, step two, lay down. Left side tilt if you need to, um, if it's uncomfortable for you to be straight on your back. There's anatomical reasons for that discomfort. We're not going to go into those today, but maybe put a little pillow under your side if you need to, to help you tilt a little bit and put a pillow up underneath your knees. That will help your muscles and your ligaments to relax so that you can feel things a little bit better. Things aren't going to be quite so tight. All right. Step three, you're going to use your finger pads. So look at your fingers and you know where your fingertips are, but your finger pads are kind of like the whole surface of the bottom side of your fingers. That's what you're going to use to feel with, not just your fingertips. You're not going to really be poking. You're going to be mashing in gently with your fingers flattened out. Okay. Now you're going to feel the top. You're going to start at the top. You're going to kind of just gently feel on the top as we're doing this. And then you're going to go down the left side, around the bottom, around the right side, and you're going to just Be figuring out what you're feeling. That's going to be step three as you're using your finger pads. That's just telling you how to do it, not saying to go ahead and start now. All right. Step four. Throughout this whole process, I want you to picture a baby. Think about what you're actually feeling. Picture a baby and what a little curled up newborn baby looks like. Because usually they're kind of tucked. Their hands are all kind of pulled in close to their face. Their knees are up to their chest. That's kind of how they're going to be tucked most of the time once they're getting into the eighth and ninth month of pregnancy. So take those finger pads and start at the top and go down your left side and just kind of gently mash on your belly. Again, my hands are doing this. If you all could see me, it looks like I'm dancing or something. This is kind of funny. Usually one side of your belly is going to be firm. the other side is going to be squishy so i want to use i want you to use those finger pads and go all the way around your belly and see if you have one side that is firm and one side that is squishy if you do most likely that firm side is going to be the baby's back it's going to be kind of a long gentle curve okay got that now if you don't have a firm side it's very possible that your baby's what's called posterior And that basically means that his or her back is back against your back. So all you've got in the front is maybe knees and hands and stuff. So you're not going to get the firm part. Hopefully he won't stay there, but that's a different topic for a different day. We're going to do the best we can with what's common. And just understand that I can't describe every single position that every single baby is going to be in. Okay. If you've got that consistent long curve and you figured out that that's the baby's back, Now I want you to feel at either end of that curve and see if you can feel a bulge. If you can feel a bulge on one end or the other, that's either going to be the butt or it's going to be the head. If you take your hand and kind of make a a large C out of it and just kind of gently cup around whatever that bulge is, you can kind of get a feel for it. If it's very firm and if you try to move your hand kind of left to right while you're holding it and it doesn't want to move... It's most likely the head. If you cup your hands and it's not as firm, maybe a little bit firm, but not as firm. And when you slide your hands left and right, you can feel movement. It's more likely the butt. That's not always true. But if you think about it, if somebody puts their hand on your head and tries to move you side to side, if you're in the water, you can kind of fight it a little bit. But if you're floating in water and somebody moves your butt, you can, it's going to move your whole body. So just think about this as a baby that's floating in water. So if you've got that butt and you're sliding side to side, there's going to be some movement because the spine and the whole thing moves together. Just another way to picture it. This isn't 100% foolproof, but you're going to get a good idea. Okay, now I want you to think about things that are opposite of each other or things that are apart from each other. If you've got a head on one end of that back, you can imagine that the butt's going to be on the other end, right? If you've got feet on one in one place, the hands are going to be in the other. And if you have tummy on one side or back on one side, you're going to have tummy on the other, right? Because these are just anatomical things that are opposite. So kind of picture all of that. If you figured out where the back is, you can kind of figure that the tummy's on the other side and that the knees and the arms are going to be on the other side, if you figured out where the head is, you can figure out where the bottom is and just put all this picture in your head as you are feeling the different things on your belly. I hope this is clear. It's very hard for me to not be able to just show you. <laughs> I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Okay. Step five, we're going to find this head. Now, hopefully if you're getting close to having this baby, it's head down. Hopefully. Hopefully. Your doctor or your midwife may have already told you if it's head down. Now, that can change, but hopefully they've told you what they think. What I want you to do is I want you to take your hand, again, kind of in that cup form, like a a really large C, and feel down right above that pubic bone. Kind of just feel if you feel anything in there. If you feel a large, firm bulge there, that's most likely the head. And then if you feel another bulge up at the top of your belly, that's most likely the butt. And again, if you slide your hand a little bit and the whole body moves together, that reaffirms that that's the butt at the top in the fundus and the head's down there in your pelvis. That's where you want it to be, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not close to delivery, if you're closer to the 32-week side of this little activity, your baby may not be in position for delivery yet. It may not be engaged yet. So this could be a little bit harder to determine and that's normal. Don't worry. This isn't an exercise to create worry. This is an exercise to get in tune with yourself and with your baby. Okay. Step six. Where are the hands and the feet? So while you're laying there, this is one of the reasons why you want to do this during active time. You're laying there. Just lay still for a minute and analyze the movements you feel. Do you feel some strong movements? Those are usually kicks. Stronger More forceful movements are usually kicks from feet or knees wiggling around, okay? If you feel any smaller little tickles or wiggles or taps, those are usually hands. So again, I want you to think about anatomy. If we figured out that the head is down and now you're thinking, wow, I feel some tickles way down here, maybe on one side or the other from your pubic bone. That is very likely little hands and feet, or little hands that you're feeling because think about if that head is, is down and the arms are tucked in, like babies tend to do, the hands are gonna be very close to the head. And so you're gonna feel those little wiggles very close to that head. If you're feeling kicks and um, strong, like knees and nudges and things like that, those are likely the legs and the feet up. And they're usually gonna be up higher on one side or the other, depending on where the back is. Okay. These are just ways to kind of analyze what you're feeling. Now, again, feet and legs are going to extend from where you found that bottom. Remember anatomy, the legs are going to come out from the buttocks and that's where, so the opposite of where you feel that buttocks is where you're going to feel kicks and knees and things like that. Now, again, placenta, if the the placenta is anterior, this is going to make it harder. If your baby is frank breech, which basically means it's kind of folded in half and its legs are straight out, you're not going to feel as many kicks because they're just not going to be kicking as much. That can cause these things to feel a little bit different. But in your normal head down presentation, these things are pretty consistent and you should be able to feel them fairly well if this is an active time. If it's not an active time, you can just find the parts that you can find and try it again when you feel a bunch of wiggling later. Okay. Whether you realize it or not, you now know where that baby is. So step seven is to write it down. You're going to chart it like you're the midwife. You're your own midwife now. <laughs> so you can either just write words if you want to. You can write head if the head was down above the, the pubic bone. You just write head in the bottom of your little pie chart. You can write bottom at <laughs> right bottom at the top uh, for where you felt. Just think about where on your belly and where which side of your belly that you felt the different things and you can just write the words head, back, kicks, wiggles, tickles, feet whatever it is that you think you felt. Or if you're artistic or want to try to be artistic, you can draw the shape of the baby. So imagine what a baby looks like and where you felt the back, just do a long curve for the back and then make a little small curve at the end of the back where you thought that the butt was. Then, you know, you can kind of make it a little ovalish because on the other side of that back, you're going to have the belly and draw a circle where you believe the head is. And you can leave out what you're not sure about. And now you have mapped your belly. You can write the date on it if you want to and track it from day to day or maybe week to week if you'd like to. Whatever you want to do. This is your activity, this is your baby, this is your belly. You can do with it what you want to. Now, if ch- if step 7 was a little tough, step 8 will help you if you're having trouble. If you already have a baby, or a toddler or somebody that has a baby doll, get you a baby doll. If you don't, maybe pull up a picture on your phone or the computer of a baby doll. And that will help you to visualize and see what it all really looks like. Sometimes it's hard. It's kind of abstract to try to figure out what you're feeling. So if you can get an actual baby doll in your hands, it will help you because you can put it in the position and try to mimic it, try to lay it. Like if you know that the back is on your right side, lay that baby with its back on your right side, and then look at where the things would be on that baby, on the baby dog you're looking at, and then imagine what you're feeling on the inside. And it'll just help you to picture it a little bit better. This is very good for visual learners. If you're having trouble picturing it because you're not an um, auditory learner, couldn't think of the word (laughs) auditory learner, then that will help you be able to see what you're feeling. I wish I could make you a video of this. I really, really do. But I'm not pregnant right now. So I don't have a belly to do it on. And I really need one of you sweet pregnant mamas to take a field trip and come see me so we could make a video of this and I can show everybody how to do this and a bunch of other things for that matter that I would love to make a video of. I'm kind of kidding, but maybe not really. (laughs) If you're anywhere near Tennessee and you are good and pregnant, email me. Maybe we can work something out to where we could shoot some videos of things like how to find your baby, things like how to listen to a heart rate, all the things. It would be so much fun and it would help. I know a lot of mamas be able to figure this out, but as it is right now, I hope that this, that I've showed you so far, that I've told you so far will help you. Now, step nine is to just keep doing it. Just like with anything in life, the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. You're going to learn more and more about your baby. You're going to get better at what you're feeling and you're going to get more in tune with your baby and your own body in ways that no machine can ever do for you. It's, just, it's a beautiful thing to start to get to know your baby while it's still inside of you. You're feeling something that no one else can. And for you to learn how to analyze that and know what you're feeling is a pretty cool little skill to have. In my opinion, one of the worst things about pregnancy and childbirth, what it's become in our country, is that they have convinced moms that they don't know anything without a machine or a test to tell them what's happening. But mama, you know your body, and you know your baby's body. There is so much you can know just because you're mama. And this is one of those things. I want you to trust that. God gave you those instincts to use use them. Don't ignore them. This is one of the most fun things about being pregnant. A few weeks ago, I asked in our Facebook community what everybody's favorite thing was about being pregnant. And the baby wiggles were the number one thing. Everybody loves the baby wiggles. So now you can take that thing that you already love so much and you can know what you're feeling and where you're feeling it and what position that means your baby's in in just a couple of minutes. So far, I've been talking for maybe 20 minutes or so, right? And when you're doing it yourself and you're getting used to doing it and this a fifth, sixth, seventh time you've done it, it doesn't take any time for you to figure this stuff out and to know exactly where your baby is and, and exactly how he's laying right now. Just keep doing it. Get to know your baby. Trust your God. Trust your instincts. You don't need an ultrasound to tell you what you already know. It kills me when... I, I remember when I was doing clinicals, there was a hospital that I did some of my clinicals at. And when you came in to be admitted for labor, the first thing they did was drag that ultrasound machine in and scan down right above your pubic bone to see what they saw. Not once. And this was a teaching hospital. Not once did anybody just go and feel. It's not hard to tell. So just realize that you now have skills that some medical doctors don't even have. How about that? Rely on those skills, trust those skills, know that you know what you're doing, know that you know your baby better than anybody else in this world. Now here's what I need from you. Can you share this with one of your friends who's pregnant so you can help them to learn how to trust themselves more and to put less weight on those machines and less weight on those tests but rather to trust their own instincts? You're gonna bless them with knowledge And you're going to bless me by helping me find more mamas that are just like you who want to learn to trust God with their births. I hope you've enjoyed this. This has been so much fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you too. If you have questions, just shoot them over in our Facebook group. The link is down in the description. you got to join our Facebook group. It's a great community of like-minded mamas who are just trying to rely on God and trust Him with their births. We would love to have you there, so shoot, our, shoot your questions over there, or you can email me. My email address is also down in the description. I want to know what you found. If you've done it now, if you walk through the steps with me, go post in our Facebook group, where is your baby? Maybe if you did a map, go ahead and post that in there as well. Post a picture of it. I can't wait to see what you found. I look forward to seeing your posts in the group, and I look forward to talking to you again right back here next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me, and it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.